and welcome to a new episode of Behind the Grind Podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Paige. And I'm Niharika. So today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, as I'm sure you're all aware, we've been pushing out a lot of content since we've started. And that's kept us super duper busy through all of the seasons that we've done so far. But to make sure that you haven't missed out on any of the highlights, juicy info, or any of the funny mistakes that we've made along the way, we thought we'd make this episode all about our favourite moments on Behind the Grind podcast so far. It will be a year in March when we first started setting up the podcast and sending out our first emails to firms to get them on as guests. So we have a lot of fond memories that we made across 2020, which made the year a little less dull. Uh, But before we get started, we thought we'd start this episode like we usually do by asking some of our favourite informal questions we've had so far. Cool. I mean, our first question is always, what is your favourite coffee order? And I feel like people probably already know that I'm not a coffee drinker because Paige always reminds everyone. But if I'm at uni and I need something to get me back and awake for consti class or whatever it is we have left I normally go and grab a dirty chai so a chai latte with a shot of coffee in it just to bring me back alive that afternoon pick me up how about you Paige I think everyone knows and anyone that knows me knows I'm obsessed with ice lattes with oat milk even when it's freezing cold <laughs> I will still have an ice latte I don't know it just tastes better and you get a straw and everything tastes better through a straw I am a child <laughs> well you said it not me <laughs> And then this is probably the hardest question we ask everyone and it stumps them all. And today we were probably stumped. But what is a song that puts you in a good mood, Nay? I'll get us started then. I know I have a really weird like range of music that I like, whole random bunch of stuff. But ABBA always has a special place in my heart. My mum and I always listen to it on car trips and sing to it at the top of our lungs. And anything Taylor Swift just makes me feel like I'm in year nine crying about stupid things. So love Taylor Swift. But other than that, any anything with a good pop beat or even just of music behind it is great. So yeah, I mean, you can tell I'm pretty basic with my music choices. But how about you, Paige? It's fine to be basic. We all love T-Swizzle. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> well, like probably like my most pick-me-up song, which Nee obviously knows a lot about because she watches me embarrassingly dance to this song, is Roxanne. Um, I don't even know who it's by. I already forgot. Arizona, Arizona something. Yeah. Arizona Zerv. Someone. It's a it's a someone great. Yeah, it's a (laughs) it's a good song that gets you a bit of a dance, um, which is fun. And (laughs) I thought I would share also that I not so much of a secret now, is it? But I love Jessica Malboy and I feel like that is so (laughs) rare, but I think she's fabulous, especially her song Sunday. It's so random too. (laughs) I honestly it's it's such a throwback. I know, it's just that audition to Australian Idol Um, she's had my heart ever since then so I will love her forever I think (laughs) iconic have you seen that movie what's that movie with her in it is it dream girls or something Mm, yeah it's good it is good she's in another film as well but I'm not sure what it is but don't get me started on like my favorite sapphire or something yeah my favorite like film singers because then Hilary Duff deserves a mention too (laughs) (laughs) Hilary Duff oh my god obviously never grew up <laughs> why am I not even surprised <laughs> yeah definitely basic um and then this one we've definitely answered somewhere before but if you could have any superpower what would it be I mean I always thought mine was really original and I was always like if I could have any power I'd be a shapeshifter 
because then you can shape shift into anything that has a superpower. Like I could shape shift into Superman if I wanted and have all of his powers. But then I've been told by many, many people, Paige included, that that's not how it works and I can just change into the person and not the powers that they have. Not the power. So I might need to reconsider my answer, but on the assumption that I'm right, which I'd like to follow, I'm going to stick with it. That's my power. That's your power. <laughs> how about you, Paige? I definitely said last time that mine was to read minds, which I think I'm pretty nosy and I just like to know what stuff that's going on. So that's probably why I chose that. But mm. I feel like my secondary power would be teleporting. It'd be so good because then you'd always be at places yeah. on time. You'd have to get on a train or a tram. You don't have to get a flight. You can just appear there. To be honest, that sounds like a superpower <laughs> I need being 10 minutes late everywhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told Paige once that. When I was running late somewhere, I was like, sorry, I'm late. It's not the train. It's my personality. <laughs> yeah, no, I have you on find my friend. So when you say I'm on my way, I'm like, I know you're not. I can see you at your house. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called out. I've been called out. I mean, it's a little bit of a different line, but if you could put something in a time capsule to open, I guess, like in 15 years from now, what would it be? Yeah, I changed just one a bit because I was like 15 years ago. I was so little. <laughs> I did actually have an answer to this and I've already forgotten. So obviously it wasn't that important, whatever I wanted to put in the time capsule. Oh my God, 15 years old. I would have been, I mean, 15 years ago would have been what? I would have been seven. Can I math right? Yeah, seven. Yeah. I don't even own anything at seven to put into a time capsule. Most definitely not. I honestly don't know what I would put in there. I'm not like an overly sentimental person. Maybe what did, what would you put in from last year that you would like to open, you know, a couple of years from now? Paige is like, nothing. Mm. <laughs> Clearly no sentimental value here. <laughs> I feel like um, you're the person that's like, we don't need this, throw it out. We don't need it, throw it out. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that I'd want to have. Actually, there's one sentimental item that I still have, and this isn't even answering the question, but it's the only sort of thing that I have, which is a giant snow globe of Winnie the Pooh that I got on my first birthday. And that that is the sole thing that I still own from my childhood. That's pretty cute. Nothing else. Good answer. So hopefully I'd still have that in 15 years, but if I lost it, that would be what I would want in my time capsule. I mean, pretty big snow globe. I don't know where you're going to lose it, but hopefully you don't. Yeah. It's literally the size of like someone's head. It's not little. It's huge. (laughs) It's huge. Mine's I feel like my time capsule's already kind of underway. I don't know how many people know, but I've literally um, written in a journal since I was 15, I think. I think I started, my mum always buys them for me for Christmas, um, a Kiki K diary every year since 2013, the year ahead. And I write it as a little journal. So like whatever I thought, whatever was good, whatever was bad that day. So I've been collecting them so far and then hopefully in 15 years I'm going to have a gazillion journals to read if I ever somehow get Alzheimer's or dementia because I don't know why but I'm really weirdly scared about it. So I've got them there ready to remember all of my fun memories when I forget them all. Reading reading to do. It's like the never-ending law student just reading even when she's old. (laughs) Maybe let's chat a little bit more about the podcast. I think that's plenty about us already. And if anyone's listened this far, I mean, kudos to them. Um, But (laughs) what has maybe been your biggest highlight for the podcast so far, Paige? I feel like when we talked about this, we had two that were like the biggest ones. So maybe I'll 
do one of them and that would definitely be when the first firm contacted us by email to say that they would be interested in coming on the podcast which was so exciting because before that it was just it was just us blindly emailing like hundreds of people to come on the podcast and now someone actually took the time to email us and say we'd be really interested in coming on so that was pretty cool meant that people were actually seeing what we were doing it was insane (laughs) yeah it was good yeah and I think also just even thinking that it was a good idea because I think for a long time Paige and I were just like we think it's a good idea that doesn't necessarily mean everyone else thinks it's a good idea so it was really cool to have a firm be like hey, we want to be on. Yeah, especially when it took us nearly a year to even email the first, probably like eight months before we even emailed people. So we'd been sitting in the sun here for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. No, that's been really good. I guess maybe a more recent highlight is definitely growing our team. It just even blows my mind that we even have a team that people even applied. And then we've ended up with some really, really cool, fun people. And they've made our lives so much easier, but also so much more fun. So I think we might do a little shout out to our social media manager, which is Annie, and our lovely production assistants who are Linnell and Chloe, and they do a fantastic job. And I think they definitely mean make sure that Paige and I aren't pulling out our hair as much anymore, which is much, much needed. So we're very, very grateful. The only reason we can have as many episodes as we do and our grid looks, well, a lot better than it used to. So thank you very much. So I guess that's amazing. But with every uh, success comes a number of challenges. So we've definitely had our fair share along the way. (laughs) But I think probably one of the biggest ones that most people, if you were listening from the start, would know about was us changing our name, which well, at the time, seemed like the most yeah. dramatic thing in the world. <laughs> it seemed like the biggest deal. I remember we were cut about it for days. <laughs> we were so wed to the old name. I was like, I can't change it. I hate every other option. And now here we are. And I like it so much better. It's so much better. It means that we can do so much cooler stuff with it. So, I mean, I guess it was a good lesson of, you know, things generally work out uh, and not to get too attached to things. We've never responded to a situation so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I know. What a moment. I remember both of us when we got that little message about, you know, needing to change the name. Oh my God, our brains just went into overdrive and we were like, what can we do? What can we change? I mean, if I put that much level of a level of effort and intensity into my assignments, my wham might be a whole other different picture, but that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, its, own, that's its own story. <laughs> yeah. At the time it was a huge deal and it was like probably one of the biggest early challenges we faced, but yeah, like you said, me, I think it all turned out for the best in the end. And it took us forever to think of a new name. Yeah. I mean, the original, original name came to Paige in a dream and then I'm not sure if you remembered that but <laughs> Paige is a very active dreamer and then the way we kind of came up with the with our name now is we were just had it we had it on like what iPhone shared note and we just struggled we could oh some of the names were atrocious they were trash like I wish I didn't delete that note just to see how bad they were I think I was just so embarrassed by my own thought patterns. I was like, please never look at this again. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess maybe on a more personal level for us individually, and it's something that we've talked about and probably something that we really experienced yesterday, but 
juggling our lives. Paige and I probably overcommit ourselves, probably like every other law student out there with that need to, you know, always say yes to new opportunities and try new things and contribute and be part of everything. And so it can be really, really hard, balance everything. And I think Paige and I definitely hit the wall sometimes. Sometimes we hit it on the same day and sometimes we hit them on different days and that's its own experience. <laughs> different days is a lot better than the same day, but we get there. There's like pros and cons to both because I feel like when it's the same day, we're both in the mood to be like sad and tired, but then neither of us can pick the other person up. Yeah. And then when it's like opposite, it's like one person's having a great day, the other person's not. We're both kind of like, can we be bothered to deal with this? But then it's also good because we can pick each other up. So it's pros and cons to both as most things are. But I think, yeah, that and like also just even learning to let things go when things don't go to plan. I know I (laughs) (laughs) definitely suck at it. I suck so bad at it. But I'm like the opposite though, because I don't plan. So there's nothing to let go of because it never existed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a serial planner. I plan like it's my life. But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm slowly learning and I think it's helped us, you know, like be really creative. I mean, I don't think we would have come up with this episode idea if we hadn't been in a bit of a pickle. If things went to plan. (laughs) If things went to plan. But, you know, hopefully everyone listening is enjoying it. And if they don't, look, I'm sorry, but we did what we had to do. It's the best we had today. (laughs) Maybe let's do like a bit of a recap of the podcast so far. Maybe we can go through some of our favourite episodes. I know for me, any episode that had any mention of an animal, but especially a dog, stood out for me. So like Legal Vision, which was a really recent one, they have dogs in their offices and I love that they were called happiness offices. They can get promotions. It's so precious. I love it. I need it. It's very cute. Where's the happiness officer in my life? I just keep inviting other people's dogs to my house, just trying to substitute for the fact that I don't have my own dog yet, but... One day. One day. And then while we're talking about dogs, Nee, we also had Lachlan from HSF. He actually has a dog Instagram page, (laughs) if anyone is interested, called Charlie and Lola, which is obviously based on the TV show and is so cute. And their dog page is amazing. Wait, is it based on the TV show? Well, I would assume so. I just kind of (laughs) draw (laughs) do that reference myself, but I don't know why else you'd call your dogs Charlie and Lola. Oh my God, if it actually is, that might be the cutest thing I've ever heard. That's adorable. I assume that's why. It is a great page. Did you see their post or like their story recently that was flip-flop shoes, but they were like tennis ball material? Oh my gosh, no, I missed it. Oh my God, they were so good. (laughs) They're actually the cutest dogs ever. I love always looking at the Instagram. They dress them up in matching outfits and it's just amazing. That's a bit of a plug for Lachlan's dogs, but (laughs) they're so cute. They are very cute. You definitely would not be wasting your time following that page. There's a lot of happiness coming out of that one. Another thing that I guess maybe brought us personally a little bit of happiness, but hopefully to the listeners as well, is Ken's message that we we used for an episode post, like a special episode post on our grid. But Ken's message from Ashurst was so lovely because I think a lot of us maybe worry that, you know, if you want to do commercial law, do you have to have done commerce first? And that I know there's a lot of art students in law like us that kind of worry that we might not have that business mindset or commercial headspace to commercial law jobs. But It was really nice to hear that, you know, that's not necessary at all. And all you can kind of hope for is like really good mentors and and people that support you and you'll figure it out. We definitely need to hear that as art students. (laughs) A hundred percent. 
Well, I guess this is another bit of a shout out to Nat from Baker's, the HR rep. Baker's was the first firm we ever recorded with and the first episode we released. (laughs) And look, it was by far probably the worst production we've done. Yeah, I feel really sorry for anyone that finds out about our podcast and starts at the start because... I promise we got better. But that first recording, now like sometimes we edit it out because we're all just talking over each other, but we sort of direct the questions to certain people and we talk in between, which you guys would all hear. But at the start, we were so awkward. We didn't even know how to respond when the other person spoke. (laughs) So having like six people on a Zoom and no one kind of directing who was talking was just a bit of a shambles. But Nat stepped in and helped us (laughs) and was like private messaging us in the Zoom call so that the other lawyers in the call couldn't see to help us respond, which was just amazing. And she gave us the best feedback, which I think really helped us be better in the future. Right from the start as well. The other firms should be thankful to Nat that they didn't have to go through that awkward experience like she did. With us. Oh my goodness. I know she did save us a lot. I guess another episode that I really, really liked and I thought was probably one of the most inspiring messages that we had heard so far was Sharee from Maddox. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. She was talking about how many times it kind of applied to work at Maddox or work in the legal industry and got rejected a few times, but she just kept trying and trying. Her determination, you know, helped to get her foot in the door and that I think it was just a great message that, you know, things don't always work out and you just keep trying, like rejection is just part of the game, but if you don't let it hit you too hard. Yeah, don't be defeated. Yeah, just kind of like as hard as it is, yeah. let it roll off your shoulder, pick yourself up and try again, I think was probably one of the most invaluable messages ever. Yeah, and the other thing she said in that as well was ask for feedback. Don't get a rejection and then sort of just, be upset Mm. about it or embarrassed about it she thought it was really important to ask the organization why did I not get it what are you looking for that I don't have so you can actually work towards the goal rather than just blindly reapplying every time yeah no for sure that was such a good tip so thanks Sheree (laughs) definitely she was fabulous so so good and then I think for anyone who loves traveling and probably loves New York. If you've been, it's amazing. Listening to Megan from Birkin Associates talk yeah. about going to the New York bar was incredible as well. So, so cool. She was such a good speaker. I'm pretty sure Paige's eyes, your eyes just like <laughs> fell out of your face when she said that she was embarrassed for the New York bar and you were like, excuse me, how? <laughs> I derailed an entire episode just to talk about the New York bar. <laughs> it was seriously cool though. So cool. I was like, I know we like try and get you guys to feel a bit prepared, but I've completely thrown a spanner in the works and I just want to hear all about this. Yeah. And I think it was just so cool because I think the system that Australia has, I think a lot of us are like, oh, maybe we can really only go and work in the UK if we want to go and work overseas because probably the most similar system to ours but to hear someone that's gone to America and learn an entirely new system and and all of that kind of thing was really really cool so and she was just in Melbourne and she was just one of the coolest people ever. She was so cool. It was a great episode. That was really good I loved that one and then I guess one of the things that we only started doing this season and I think we both really loved but it was a bit different what was getting on some smaller Indigenous firms which is just incredible because yeah obviously there's like a huge education gap among a lot of Indigenous people so to know that not only 
are these people obviously highly educated, but they've also gone out and they've started their own firm and are doing amazing work in that space. So that was definitely really inspiring to hear from them. Yeah. And just such cool experiences. The fact that they get to be, you know, on country and really like giving back is insanely cool. Especially Marawa because they're in Queensland. They get to go out to like Cairns and the Torres Strait, which if anyone has ever been or seen photos, is honestly some of the most beautiful parts of Australia. It's incredible. Insane. Like I remember seeing their Instagram or some of their lawyers' Instagram posts and I was just like, how is this your office and your life? This is insanely cool. So it was really, really cool. And I think it's kind of inspired us to, you know, do a little bit more diversity and inclusion stuff down the track. So Really excited to see where that kind of goes and what ideas we might come up with. Lots of exciting stuff, really. And then along the way, particularly, and I think in the clerkship season that we did first, we definitely gained a lot of tips about things that might help you get a job or what to do when you're there. And I think one of the biggest ones for me was uh, when we did the HR hot tips episode. And honestly, every single HR rep said, you have to ask questions at the end when they ask you that question. Do you have anything to ask us? Otherwise, you look so silly, which I feel like deep down, we probably all knew, but maybe hoped that we didn't have to, or you could get a bit blown away at the end. Yeah. I mean, I think you just get so nervous and you're just like, oh my God, I want this interview to end because I'm so scared or I'm so nervous or whatever it is. And you're like, get me out of here. So when they're they're like, do you have any questions for us? You're like, nope, bye. See ya. Do you know what I just thought of? Maybe we kind of think that the firms might think that we haven't listened enough in the interview and that's why we have questions. That could be another thing that people are like, oh, well, I don't want it to make Mm. it seem... Like I'm not paying attention. Yeah, I think it was Alison that said that from Clayton. She said something along the lines of they always talk about their work. If you listen, there's always something to ask, even if it's a simple question about a case they worked on or a client they spoke about or like a secondment they did. If you were listening, you will have a question. Yeah. And I think the cool part of that part of the interview is just that that's the one time that, you know, you're in charge of that interview and it's your turn to ask questions and you can really make it your own and leave a really good impression as you kind of round out that interview. So there's definitely a great tip to hear. I really like Gus's tip in our GNT episode about when you're in your clerkships, just always have a pen and paper on you all the time. Anytime you leave your desk, just take it with you because you never know what someone might say, never know what someone might need. And it's just easy to have it written down and have to try and remember it because I know that I'm not going to be able to remember it by myself. So no way. that's definitely a tip that I will be using. Yes. It's all in the detail, which means you need to remember it very clearly, which I guess actually is probably easier with the remote working than at least you're always like sitting at a desk, but definitely a good tip yeah, for if you're in the office. For sure. JWS had an amazing tips too about being a good cultural fit, which we yeah. did one of those extra posts on, which was just such a nice message about how important is that you feel comfortable and you fit into the organization. And sometimes being a good culture fit is just as important as being really smart or getting the right grades that there's a range of things they look for. And that's definitely a big one. Yeah. And I think, you know, the kind of secondary tips that we wrote up after that about, you know, how to find your cultural fit. I think one of the ones that stood out to me was being yourself because there's no point in trying to find your cultural fit if you're not being you, because down the track, you're going to grow a little bit older. You're going to be like, hmm, that I wasn't being myself during that clerkship or during that grad year. 
and now this isn't the fit for me. So it's really important, I guess, from the start to kind of be true to yourself and your interests and your passions and take that on board so that you find a fit that's going to last you as long as you want it to. I feel like people generally know too when you're not being yourself. We like to think we're such good actors and we're just not. (laughs) That's why we're law students and not actors. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) The last few like really good tips we had were, I think this is probably relevant for anyone doing clerkships now as well. And those people applying this year was to not be too competitive during the clerkship period because the lawyers and the partners will definitely notice. Even just like in your own friendship groups too, though, I think Paige is just like, you know, making sure you support each other. It's super hard because you'll be hearing, you know, your friends get clerkships at places you wanted and vice versa, Um, but also helping each other through all of that rejection that does come through is really important just making sure you know we're all working towards the same goal and just being happy for each other in whatever you can achieve and do achieve I think is really important yeah it was a great message that was a good one and then I think the last one we said we really wanted to share was ask questions because every single person that we have ever interviewed always says we're so open to people asking us questions. Message us on LinkedIn. We'd love to get coffee with students. Literally. While you're at work, it's always fine to ask an email and they're very open. Especially, I think the biggest example of that is pretty much none of the firms that we've had on this entire podcast would have happened if we didn't just ask them a simple question of, would you like to come onto our podcast? I think that's probably the best example because if we didn't ask, none of these firms would have been here. So, yeah. And people love talking about themselves. So it works really well. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, except for maybe you and I, I feel like we're a bit. Well, at the idea <laughs> of you and I having to do an episode just by ourselves, we were both like, mm, do we have to? <laughs> we're getting used to it. We're getting there. We're, we're getting are. better. We are. I'm proud of us. Look at us <laughs> being supportive. Oh, Paige. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a pretty good way to wrap up this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. It has been very different to usual, but you know, let us know if you like them. Let us know if you don't. Be nice if you don't. Kidding. <laughs> We're gentle souls. But yeah, if you want to listen to any of the episodes that we spoke about, they're obviously all available on all of the podcast streaming services. And you can find us on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram to kind of just see all the things that we've been talking about and just stay up to date with Behind the Grind. And just one more thing before we quickly go, we've got a massive 2021 coming up with heaps of new content. We're going to be launching another podcast and we are uh, going to start a website, which we posted about on our socials, but we could use a little bit of help with some of this. So we're putting a shout out to anyone who may want to or has already written content uh, that we could feature on the website. This can be anything law related about uni, about your work or your life in general. If you love writing or you have a story that you'd want to share, send us an email at hello at behindthegrindpodcast.com.au and we can post this in um, a blog section that will be on the new website. So if you need any more info about that, you can find it on the social media posts that we made about this or you can send us an email if you want any more questions. Yeah, the other thing I might add on to that is that you also totally don't need to have a fully formed idea before you send it through to us. If you just have like a little inkling of something that you might want to talk about, 
send it through. We can help develop the idea or help guide you in some way if you need that hand. But if you don't, like go for it. Just show us what you can do because I think it'll be a lot better than Paige and I writing on that website. But yeah, I mean, that really is all from us today. We hope you enjoy your weekend and just hope you enjoy the rest of your holiday break as well. But we will be back on Thursday next week. 